we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yo 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 Charlemagne the God Peace to the planet it's Monday Yes it's Monday and we got our special guest host Flame Monroe Good morning what's happening Shasha what's going on Envy We're on the flame Fliggy Flame What's happening Charlemagne where you not in the studio where you at None of your business. Well, I don't need to be sitting in this seat. I don't need to be sitting in that seat. I look no. more like a queen than this. No, you're right in the, ch- the chair you need to be in for the camera shot. You's a hater. Say <laughs> <laughs> your ass right there for the camera you're shot. You're a hater. That's why you're not here, because you're a hater. Shot, I miss you. You're supposed to be here. My name's here. I'll be there tomorrow. You'll be there tomorrow. Oh, uh, okay. But you, what, you just you don't care about me? Well, Envy, I love you. Okay. Oh, Envy, I brought your wife a fan. I brought y'all gifts. I'm like I'm like the three wise men. I came bearing gifts. Hey. So look at one. One of my fans made. They made this so y'all can hang it up. You see how they look? Yeah, I posted that. That's uh, 
Flame, Envy, and Charlemagne. The Breakfast that, that Club. That is the new. That's the new team, Charlemagne. Get out. Now, your, I mean, get out your head. This is the new team right here. You see how that? you how you go from he she we to the three wise men though? <laughs> you can't do that now. Don't come in here confusing us now. Here go the three wise men on the picture right here. I just brought it to you. Pick one, Flame. <laughs> My it's goodness. Two, it's two and a half men. You see that picture? That's two and a half men. You see that picture, Envy? That's called two and a half. Two and a half men. <laughs> Hang it up on the wall, baby. Oh, I brought y'all cookies. This is for my girl Jules, my queen artistry. She's a great artist on Instagram. Okay. Salute to Jules. Salute to Jules because they love y'all and they love me on here. And look, I brought y'all cookies. Look what they look like. Look don't you? No. Nope. Don't you bring? Don't you bring that? Oh, I thought you had them high powered drugs again. You be <laughs> them high flame, powered edibles. Flame be having them high powered edibles. Don't come here with them high powered edibles. Don't put edibles. that out there. They, uh, the Charlemagne, don't do that. People gonna think <laughs> I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I brought you a donkey of the day cookie. Oh, hey. okay. All right. Oh, 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 this is. Oh, this is who that is. That's my. That's you. I got. Oh, I got you, Envy too. I got Hishiwi. Oh, this is from Heaven Sent Bakery. Look, it's got everything. It's got flame. Yeah. Flame. Yeah. We got a whole show to do this, Flame. You ain't got to <laughs> empty out your purse so early. That's not my purse. That's my goodie bag. My goodness. <laughs> I brought you a goodie too, Charlemagne, because I heard you like those uh, goodies I brought you. You was good no, at... no. Them things too potent. Too strong. They too potent. Really? Ain't I'm... nothing. Ain't nothing supposed to be no sixty milligrams. I'm sure flame. your wife appreciated it. No, that's too much. Mm -mm. I, she ain't never said that to you. <laughs> now shout, shout to all the cheer dads out there. Shout to all the dance dads out there. It was uh, it was dance dad weekend for me. Uh, my daughter had uh, both of them actually had competition weekend, and my one daughter placed number one. So drop Yay. a bomb for Brooklyn. And the other one, um, her team placed number one, so drop a bomb again for them. So congratulations to them. I know you on cheer dad duty, Charlamagne. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing all weekend, man. Uh, cheer competition. This was the this was the big one, uh, the Super Bowl of cheer competition. I can't hear myself in the headphones, right? We can hear you clearly. How, how can you hear me clearly? How she do? Uh, one team plays third, the other team plays thirteenth, which I think is the stupidest thing in the world. I don't know why they have thirteenth place. And I get it. I, I get it, though, because this is the big one. So it's like literally hundreds of teams. Right. So I guess that is a high ranking if you're like 13th out of like 50 or 60 or yeah, something like that. Big. But come on, man. We got to stop with this participation trophy nonsense. I'm old school. Top three. That's let it. it Let it be. You better say you know what I'm saying? Man, make everybody win. Everybody get a commendation. Oh, you it's participated. Silly. No, I want you no. to lose. Go get better and come back and win that's the next right. time. That's right. right. That's why I should, it, it should only be the top three. Oh, wait a minute, a did I see you take your daughter to the gun range? I did. I took my daughter to the gun range you this weekend. You're a good dad. Oh, yes. my God. I take mine to the gun range, too, but it's in the backyard. We just shoot at the fences. Well, this is New York, New Jersey. If you do that, you're going to jail. So, well, I've been there before. Got out. Look, came out looking like this. Oh, Send me, <laughs> me back. I want to come out looking like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good morning, Dad. It's good morning. It's, we are on the Breakfast Club. Mother is here. Monroe is here. When we come back, we got front page news. Seslin Figaro will be joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our guest host, Flame Monroe, is here. What's happening in New York City? Come and take a bite out my big apples. Jesus. I mean, you know. Jesus. 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 Let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Teslin. How you figure? How you feeling over there? I am feeling good. Good morning, Breakfast Club family. Flame and Row in the building. So, be a lot of comedy going on while you are here this week. I look forward to it. Yes. Good morning, gorgeous. Good morning. Now, let's get in some front pages. We'll start off with sports. The Knicks lost to the Heat over the weekend, 108-101. The Nuggets beat the Suns, 125-107. And the Warriors 
Steph Curry at 50. Uh, they beat the Kings 120-100. They take on the Lakers in the next couple of days. Now, Yo, at what point do we uh, just go ahead and say Steph Curry is the second greatest NBA player of all time? He's the second greatest NBA player I've ever seen in my lifetime. Who's the first? Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, okay, I Jordan. just wanted to make sure you got it right because if you'd have said something else, I'd have came through this through that screen on you. No, Michael Michael Jeffrey Jordan and Steph Curry. And when you talk about uh, the list of people who have absolutely changed the game, like revolutionized the game of basketball, that's a very short list, and Steph Curry is on it. Yeah. As Absolutely. A, as a woman, the way he dropped those three pointers, you can only imagine, Teslin. Good God. That's the woman in me speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Tess, what else we got, Tess? Yeah, I, I hate starting out Mondays on a sad note, but again, you know, we have to report the news. And so I wanted to talk uh, quickly about the teen arrested in the shooting death of trans woman Rashida Williams, uh, who goes by Coco the doll. So Atlanta police uh, said they have arrested a 17 year old in connection with the shooting death of 35 year old Rashida Williams in southwest Atlanta this week. According to a police statement, uh, homicide detectives were able to secure arrest warrants for murder, aggravated assault, and possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony against 17-year-old Jamarcus Jernigan. Rashida, a.k.a. Coco the Doll, was the latest victim of violence against black transgender women. And I wanted to, you know, definitely report this because I know uh, Flame, you know, it made some comments. I watch your commentary often and, you know, I spoke on this, so I just kind of wanted to see, you know, uh, what's your position position on this flame and let's let's discuss uh i think it's tragic all the way around and there's so many components to this story teslin that we will never have all the answers to simply because coco is no longer here to tell us her side of the story because the young man i don't know what happened i don't know if he could have lied about his age or she could have lied about you know her identity we don't know and we will never know what i don't like is that he was been on the week for a run he's still a 17 year old he has a 17 year old mind so who has gotten his head and planted a seed to say hey just say that she tricked you and you snapped you know and that may not have been the case but we will never know it is sad all the way around she lost her life and his life is probably ruined for the rest of his life it's sad i just need y'all to be careful and i, I don't know all the components of that story but it is very scary mm-hmm. rest in peace to that young lady for rest sure in peace. absolutely there was another scary shooting over the weekend too right Ted, in uh, cleveland texas yeah, it was. Um, we can talk about that quickly, and I, I definitely want to go more into that on next hour. But, yeah, a gunman is still at large after allegedly fa- uh, shoot, fatally shooting five people, mm-hmm. uh, including an eight-year-old in Cleveland, Texas, uh, home after a Friday night rampage that started with a noise complaint a- about gunfire. Now, the suspect, identified as 38-year-old Francesca Oropisa, was apparently shooting a rifle in his yard when neighbors asked him to stop because a baby was trying to sleep. He responded, I'll do what what I want to do in my front yard and then the suspect began to open fire on the neighbors. Now five people ages 25, 21, 31, 18 and 8 were killed. Some reports say uh, it was an, a 9 year old and some say 8. CNN reported 8. Uh, but the suspect is still on the loose and considered armed and dangerous. Uh, to date, there has been uh, 174 mass shootings in this year alone. And again, a mass shooting is defined uh, by at least four or more people uh, who have been killed, not including the shooter. Well, we, we're going to have to learn to walk and chew gun at the same time because this is definitely a, a mass shooting situation. But at some point, we got to start having a conversation about mental health as well because that's not normal no. for a neighbor to walk over, ask you to stop shooting, and then that person come over and kill all of those people. Yeah. That's that's not normal, y'all. No, not at like, all. Like, well, y- y- y'all can keep trying to say that's just all about guns, but it's not just guns in that situation. 
Well, what's normal, Charlotte? Man, you can you can't even turn into the wrong driveway now. I've I've made the wrong turn many times and just turned into people's driveway to turn around and go back out. You can't do that now because if you're driving the wrong driveway, now you could get shot. That's right. That's we right. are walking or around. Or not going to ring the wrong doorbell. Was like, it uh, Tesla? Mm -hmm. Was it an AR-15 that the man used? Yes. It did not. It, it was okay. Yeah, they said. Well, I, they, I don't know. It was they, a rifle. They, 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 it was a rifle. I thought they said he had an AR-15. I thought I read that it was no, an AR-15 rifle. No, I saw, I saw AR-15. That yeah. is what's the most baffling thing about this country. Y'all want to cancel books that will teach us history, but keep selling weapons that make us history. I'm sorry. You worried about me having a top and a bottom that don't match? Good God. But it's just, it's just something that caused that person to mentally snap. That's not normal for somebody just to go kill a whole family just because they got asked to stop shooting their gun. Not at all. And that is front page news. Wow. Tesla, we'll see you in a little Tesla! bit. Absolutely. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It don't come off. <laughs> if you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let us know how your weekend was. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Talia. Hey, good morning, Talia. How you feeling? Um, I'm feeling better. If you guys remember me, I'm the one who called about like three weeks ago, and I just be giving y'all an update um, from me being shot in my back and just the things that's going on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember you called, and you got there was an incident or something. You got shot in the back, right? Yes, it's a bullet in this part of my spinal cord. No surgery needed. Um, yeah, it broke my pelvic bone and struck a nerve in my left leg. Ooh. That sounds painful. But, yeah, I was just calling to just give a public um, thank you to everyone because three weeks ago when you um, sent me the cash app and gave me lunch, I really appreciate it. But five minutes after that of throwing the newspaper, my cash app just went to going off the hook. I don't want to say how much money I got because I know you guys be people that only call y'all just for that reason. But I just want to give a public thank you to everyone. It, I literally was getting stuff from Houston, from this is New Orleans, everywhere, everyone telling me they heard me from the breakfast club and look at I god. just really appreciate it look at god good for you look at and that, that's a beautiful yes, thing because so many people are struggling everything that was needed like uh, their, their money was not i just wanted to let everyone know their money didn't go to waste they went to me getting the pains man's me getting cheaper insurance before my insurance was a hundred dollars every time i go which is two days of the physical therapy so you guys just literally helped me to not lose my car because i don't have a job anymore I had wow. it for three years i was about to go into depression so i just thank you guys because there's a lot of people out here who are you know liars or scammers and going through things and these people don't know me from anywhere i'm from florida having people send me money from new orleans just because they're supporters of you guys and heard my story so i thank you all guys. right mama you have a great week all right fantastic feel better yes you guys as well show me i got a bone to pick with you ever since you've been giving out cash ups i've been calling in to get one you won't answer my calls that's right <laughs> as soon as we see flame we hang up <laughs> Hello, you make it you making money on that stage Sky Blue. What's your name? Sky Blue. Hey, Sky Blue. Get it off your chest. Um, So I'm getting off the chest is I've been married to someone for around three months, and they were just exposed on Facebook Live the other day for being in a relationship um, with a transgender woman. And once it came out, he just completely abandoned me and his unborn child. So I needed to get that off my chest. I'm mm. sorry, mama. No, it's totally fine. I'm, I'm okay. You know, I'm strong. 
Chicago born. I get through it, but Shout it's just weird in today's day and age that people, you know, that people just can't live in their true, true form. You absolutely you know? right. Well, he's he's a, he's a coward for that, and 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 for leaving you in that unborn child is is a cowardly move. Um, and, and I'm sorry that you got to deal with it. I'm sorry that we got to talk about this on a Monday. Nah, I'm I'm good. You know, life lessons. All right, Mama. Well, you have a good one. Wow. All right, you too. Men that like trans women, when that when that itch get to scratch, they got to scratch that itch. When they get that itch, they have to scratch it. It's the truth. Yeah, but you can scratch that itch, but you ain't got to leave the, you know, he's married. You're leaving your wife, especially yeah, if she's pregnant. But, and and so let me, let me just say this, that so many men who like trans women mm-hmm. uh, and are in relationships with biological women because they can't go, they feel don't, they don't feel they can safely go to this woman and say, hey, I'm having these desires. Mm-hmm. The fact that he left. I, yeah. I want to talk about the fact no, that he, he left said he, She said he left her for a trans woman. No, no, I mean, that's but true. He's a cheater. But he's just a cheater. He just wanted something else. No, it's a different thing about cheating. You could cheat with another woman and get the same thing. He cheated for something else. A stick ain't gonna never be a stone. Let's just talk about it. So he, mm-hmm. that desire that he had, another woman could not give him. He had to go and get a, a special woman. And well, he did. Uh, uh, I'm going to leave all the stick talk to you. <laughs> You've been doing it all week. Why not? Good God, y'all been over here talking you know, crazy. You know more about this. You know he left his, his, his unborn child. That's what all I was saying. But get it off your chest. Every time I say that, Flame Monroe looks down. 800-585-1051. Flame Monroe, our guest host is here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Chavin. Hey, Chavin, get it off your chest. I just want to say my birthday. Well, good morning to y'all. Blaine, Charlemagne, Envy, big fan of the show. Listen every morning. Good morning. My birthday today. Happy born day, brother. Appreciate it, man. I, I love the show, man. Y'all get me through a lot of my days, man. How, how old are you today, brother? I turned 40. Hey, the 40-40 club. Taurus season? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bull, no bulls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for this weekend. My family, we going to Miami. A bunch of me and my family and my friends going to Miami. Turn up down there in 305. All right. Well, have fun and be safe down there. Appreciate it, man. Get right, naked for me. Good God, I'm coming down here. Get naked for me. Hey. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Matthew. Hey, Matthew, get it off your chest. Uh, what's good? Um, yeah, I mean, we moved, we moved to a system now where everyone's paying, uh, you know, with your phone, but, you know, with at dinner, when you throw down the cash, it's all good, but now you tell people, oh, I got you, I got you, and no one pays you anymore. Huh? <laughs> Are you saying you asking for money, or you actually was uh, supposed to be paid something? Nah, we went out to di- we went out to dinner, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I got you. I'm gonna Venmo you." Ooh. Oh yeah. So when it's a group, see, I don't like that. I would I would rather just cover. It. I only like the one bill because you know, as us as black folks, babe, we'll go out. It'd be six of us. They bring seven checks. You had extra ice. Oh I'm no, saying. just bring one check. I just cover it. So he's saying that everybody say I'm gonna put my part in. And they he never get it. They wouldn't get up from the table till you got it. You got to be a little more yeah. diligent. You got to be a little more stern. You too nice. I know. You know, these days it makes you sound mad cheap if you start hounding people. So it's like, whatever, just bite it. I'm with Flame. You're not leaving this now. Oh, you want me to pay? Let's pay right now. When I get the money, I'll pay. Send that $25 over. Send okay. that $10 over. You got to be on it. You got to stand on it. Or stand in it. Or stand yeah. around it. Do something. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you have a good one. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you too. Bye. Jesus.
Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk T.I. and Boosie. They ran into each other at the airport, and uh, we'll discuss what happened. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Woo-hoo! The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got Flame Monroe here, our guest co-host. Hey, 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 hey. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Boosie. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. On the Breakfast Club. 
Now, T.I. and Boosie uh, weren't seeing eye to eye in the last couple of months. They were supposed to actually do an album. T.I. was doing an interview and he talks about uh, telling on his cousin that passed away. And Boosie didn't like it. And Boosie called him a snitch, said he wasn't going to put the album out. And to the world, it seems like they had problems. Well, they ran into each other recently in an airport. And here's Boosie talking about what they discussed. Uh, I just went like two bosses of hell, man. Like, first of all, you know, like, we got kids who love each other, though. You know, and, uh, first you went agreeing and we, we, we was going back and forth. And, you know, uh, he spoke how he felt, I spoke how I felt. And, uh, and he felt me and I felt him. And, uh, you know, I gave him an apology. You, know, you apologize. Yeah, I gave him an apology, you know, because after we kept going back and forth, you know, like, you know, the things he was doing for me in my life at the time, I kind of felt bad. He was, you know, he was doing some real shit, helping me in a lot of ways. But uh, I still told him I stand on what I stand on. And uh, when he explained it to me, uh, we got by it, man. Uh, I'm glad Boosie said that because I, I feel like Boosie is way more solid uh, than, than he was when he expressed expressed his feelings about what T.I. said in the Vlad mm -hmm. TV interview because uh, at, at, at the end of the day, if you got a relationship with somebody and you and somebody are actually cool, pick up the phone and have that conversation with I him agree. if you feel the way. I feel like, you know, Boosie was performing for the internet when he was on uh, Vlad TV and he said that about T.I. So I'm glad he, he apologized. That was great. Uh, Boosie, is, Boosie is a man. Let me tell you something. I like Boosie. When I came mm -hmm. on here the last time and Boosie was on here with me, the community handed for a picture mm -hmm. when he and I took that picture. But he was so pleasant to me. Had he been rude or whatever, we would have towed a breakfast club up. Right. But he was pleasant to me and I treat you the way you treated me. But they had a meltdown. I'm glad they... I'm still back on that part where he said I was feeling him and he was feeling me. I'm like, Ooh, I should have been there. <laughs> that, that's not what he meant. Now, 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 I that's, know what he meant. I'm just cutting him. Charlamagne, stay Jesus over there. Good Christ. God, stay in fantasy land. He getting on my nerves. <laughs> but, I'm glad, <laughs> but I'm glad they did have a conversation. Yeah. That's the bigger thing. That is how you mend things. That's we right. have to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. We can set all this internet and the likes, and you don't even know each other. And then when you sit down face to face, all of the resolve can happen. But, but you know, it's it, the beef and the internet and the likes, and I got you, this many people following me. That's, that's right. You, that's more juicy. You ruining great relationships relationships for people that don't even care nothing about you. You worried about that social media crowd yeah. and you worried about performing for them. So you're going to throw somebody that you actually have a real relationship with under the bus for them? Nah, nah man. Nah. Now also, uh, you remember ex-Boston uh, Celtics uh, coach. Uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. What is it? Ime Udoke? Okay, Ime Udoke. You know he's now with the Houston Rockets. He had a press conference and Stephen A. Smith didn't like how that press conference went down. He felt he should apologize to Nia Long. We don't got the audio of Stephen A. Smith? Nah, well, it's hard not to do the story if we ain't got the audio of Stephen A. Smith wilding. No? No. Great. 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 Did well, they know he was doing this story? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, okay. he, he kind of wilded and said, I'm standing up for my sister. How come nobody thought about the sister? How come they just let her out there standing on her own? Mm -mm. I will always defend her. sound the same. I will defend her mm -mm. on on this issue. It I don't was, even want to talk about it. I, know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. even want to talk about it. If you don't got Stephen A. Smith, I don't want to talk about it. And yeah, I don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. Nope. Find mm -hmm. something else to talk about. All right. Well, tonight is the 2023 Met Gala. Now, today, uh, this theme is going to be Carl Lagerfeld. You know, he was one of the uh, costume. I was going to say costume, but one of the designers for Chanel. So today, everybody's going to be there. Everybody's going to be wearing from Kim Kardashian to Tiana Taylor. Are you going Flame Monroe? I was not invited, but I swear I, would, I wish I could go. Good God. I would wear. I would just go naked. Oh, my God. I would upset the whole place. <laughs> <laughs>
Wouldn't that defeat the whole purpose? Because don't you not, don't you Carl, have to wear don't you have to wear a fashion house or fashion designer's clothes? I would wear his scarf on my head, and that would be it. All right. Well, if you want to see what your favorite celebrity is wearing, you can check it out on E tonight. It's going to be uh, co-hosted by Lala. So Lala will be oh, co-hosting. Oh, I love that. Lala, Anthony. You know, that's what that's the woman I want to look like. Don't say nothing, Sean Man. You got to stop saying that. <laughs> Cause I don't know who you insulting more, Lala or your surgeon. <laughs> you go to hell. Stop saying that. You go to hell, Charlamagne. <laughs> I love Lala Anthony. I love her on BMF. That's my show, by the way. I love Lala Anthony. All right. Well, that is your rumor report, and we're gonna talk about this next hour. We're gonna open up the phone lines eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We want to know your thoughts. Ebony K. Williams, a uh, friend to the room, had a conversation with Ayanla Von Zant that went everywhere. It was a relationship conversation, uh, and this is where it went. Would you date a bus driver? Would you date if a he owns driver? the bus? If he owns no. it, if he owns the bus, See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem okay. because the standards and requisites. And I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm-hmm. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm. we are as women and mm. who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver if he was if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if mm. he was good to his mama, mm. if he treated me well, I would date a bus mm. We're gonna talk about that next hour, eight hundred five eight five one oh five one. Uh Ebony also sat down with Tesla and Figaro so after front page news. Tesla's gonna talk about her speaking to Ebony about this as well. But we want your your thoughts. Eight hundred five eight five one oh five one front page news is next, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time for some front page news. With Tesla Figure, you back with us? I'm back with you, baby. All right, let's start with some sports. My Heat, uh, well, my Heat, my Knicks lost exactly. to Exactly. I'm up. glad you finally admitting the truth <laughs> that you ain't nothing but a team D hopper. I am not. Now it's your fan. Heat. You DJ one one or two parties in Miami, now they your heat. I'm the Knicks. My Knicks, I meant to say my Knicks. And you got a Knicks jersey on. I got a Knicks jersey on. My Knicks lost to the Heat 108-101. The Nuggets beat the Sun 125-107. And the Warriors beat the Kings 120-100. Steph Curry had 50. Drop on the clues ball for Steph Curry. The first person to ever score 50 points in a game seven. But uh, I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. And I've said this before. Steph Curry is absolutely the second greatest basketball player uh, I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, can we give a shout out to LeBron James while we're giving out? Because he did. He scored 38 points. Or he scored like 20 points 20. when he was 38 years old. And, and they weren't expecting that. So I still LeBron is still great to me. Yeah. Well, I like gonna be, LeBron. It's going to be LeBron and Steph next round. And uh, I think that, you know, y'all making this. Y'all, y'all overhyping this situation. You know, y'all saying things like, oh, the rivalry, the last time we're going to see Braun and Steph. Uh, Steph Curry has owned LeBron James in the playoffs, y'all. He's 15-7 and seven against LeBron in the playoffs, and more importantly, 3-1 and one against LeBron in NBA Finals. Okay? Just want to put that out there. My goodness. All right, well... Flame Monroe, I'll guess. Listen to Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell just giving you all the sports stats, Charlamagne. <laughs> Sit on that side. What? Come on, Envy. What was we talking about? <laughs> now, Tesla, what we got, Tesla? Yeah, Nikki Haley is throwing shade at President Biden. She said he will likely die within five years. 
Uh, the White House physician released a memo and his findings state that despite President Biden being treated for acid reflux, spinal arthritis and high cholesterol, that Biden's health is stable and declared him a healthy, vigorous 80 year old male who exercises at least five days a week. But Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley is not buying it. She predicts that he will possibly die before the end of his second term. Take a listen. We'll talk about it on the other side. You know, he's announced his, um, you know, that he's running again in 2024. And I think that we can all be very clear and, and say, with a matter of fact, that if you vote for Joe Biden, you really are counting on a President Harris because the idea that he would make it until 86 years old is not um, is not something that I think is likely. I mean, the average age for a, a, a man is, uh, what, 73, 74 years old. So he's already over exceeded that right <laughs> by at least yeah. by about by about seven years so i mean you know yeah i mean but that is something to think about when you're thinking about the president like you said it's 74.5 is the average age of a man in in the u.s and that is something like you said he's going to be up there in age and at that time yeah there are a lot of healthy individuals that are old but there's also a lot of people that start getting dementia can't drive and so many different things if the doctor's saying joe biden is okay do we believe him i mean because yeah. the doctor you know? I just I just don't like playing the death card with people because that, that could happen to any of us. You I'm know what I mean? You. Like and any, will and will and, and will. And you know here's I mean? the irony: she got a lot of nerve because Don Lemon got handed his behind on CNN because he said she wasn't in her prime. But now she want to say somebody gonna die. He lost his job and she gonna lose hers. I'm just asking. Ooh. Because uh, he did. I, 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 yeah, I don't think I don't think that was that's a, a fireable offense. I mean, I don't even know how, how does Nikki Nikki Haley can't lose her job unless she's not, well, she ain't gonna get the job because she damn sure ain't gonna win. I don't know. She ain't gonna win. I don't you think. Know she, she, I don't know. I've seen stranger things happen. Yeah, I, me too. But she ain't gonna win. Uh, yeah. If it's if it's a man, he can be unattractive. But if it's a woman, she got to be pretty. <laughs> so what, what are you saying, Flame? I, if you didn't catch that, then I don't so know what, what are you saying. Let me put your catching bit on. <laughs> what you caught that one, Pimper. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty get away with a lot of things that ugly will never get away with, Don. Flame, I want you to know that comment is worse than Don Lemon saying she passed her prime. <laughs> well, I don't work for CNN, but they do got a position up. And if y'all need me, call me because I can say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Spike my bro on CNN. <laughs> now we got to well, talk about the White House correspondent in the two. Yeah, meanwhile, while Nikki Haley was throwing shade, President Biden was joking at the White House Correspondent Dinner. Uh, the annual dinner hosted inside the Washington Hilton drew thousands of guests in support of the freedom of press, something called something Biden called the pillar of free society, not the enemy. Here are a few moments. Take a listen. We'll talk about it on the other side. You are trying to erase black people, and a lot of black people wouldn't mind some of that erasure as long as that black person is Clarence Thomas. <laughs> A billionaire named Harlan Crow is flying Clarence Thomas all over the world on unreported trips like an Instagram model taking Clarence to the Maldives and the beaches and all that. Pay for his mama's house, this billionaire. Pay for Clarence Thomas' mama's house. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it up to billionaires. Y'all always come up with something new to buy. This man bought a Supreme Court justice. Do you understand how rich you have to be to buy a Supreme Court, a black one on top of that? There's only two in stock. And Harlan Crow owns half the inventory. We can all see Clarence Thomas, but he belongs to billionaire Harlan Crow. And that's what an NFT is. 
We all just dead silent over here. That was for you to respond. You well, a comedian. That wasn't a clip I was talking because he made a comment about uh, drag shows and woo woo. And I support drag shows 100%. My trans sisters and brothers in drag artistry ain't never hurt nobody. But then he went left and said, but the drags don't do nothing at the schools. The people come and shoot up the kids at the schools. And it went real bad. Mm. And I what like Roy Wood Jr. It went what? really bad. What did he say? He said that uh, support drag queens going reading in schools but because they're not going to hurt the kids. The kids going to get shot up in school and it was just like mm. all, the, all the whole audience I was like oh my god you won't be invited back to this good Jesus he is bad as uh, what's his name at the uh, Golden Globes what was his name who who came out the comedian Gerard Carmichael yeah, Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. Carmichael let me tell you everybody keep coming out I'm going back in the closet the closet empty I can hang up my dress because everybody came out every time somebody do something everybody coming out I'm going back in the closet there's lots of room I can hang up my gowns and lay out my shoes I can put my fans up on the wall oh yeah I'm going back in the closet I can't take it <laughs> I didn't see uh, Roy's whole commentary I like Roy though Roy funny I like Roy too I'll be hosting the Daily Show uh, the week of May 15th so I'll be, I'll be working with I'm Roy I'm excited sure. to see you on there Charlamagne I should be your Ed McMahon Oh, Ed McMahon. I forgot about Ed McMahon. I God can be your Ed dead. McMahon. We, you well, know. They, they never had that on that show, though. That's okay. We're always doing something new. We always have, we have, we're always cancers. We always do new that things. That is true. That is true. That is <laughs> Don't true. be forgetting Charlemagne and stuff. Come oh, on, now. Do I ever forget you, Flame? Yes, you do. You a liar. <laughs> Why you a liar like that? <laughs> you took that edible. You that Tim edibles is them Joe Biden you edibles. Sit, you you sit, gonna get the you, job done, but you ain't gonna remember it. You co-hosting the Breakfast Club this morning. You've co-hosted my my late night show. Hell of a week. Like stop, Flame. No, Star Flame. They don't stop. It's called Star Flame. <laughs> My goodness. All Bring right. me a contract. Let me start now. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tesla Figaro. Thank That's you, Tesla. Yes. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Uh, Ebony K. Williams was having a conversation with Ayan Levanzant, and this is what she said during this conversation. Would you date a bus driver? Would you date if a bus driver? If he owns the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm -hmm. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm -hmm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm -hmm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus Salute to all the bus drivers out there. <laughs> Blow the horn for us this morning. <laughs> and don't be hating on the bus drivers. driver. You know, Boris Kojo played a bus driver in one of Tyler Perry's movies. If a bus drivers look like that, I date a bus driver. I date the bus. <laughs> and, see, and, she, and she brought that up during our discussion. She said, y'all been watching too many Tyler Perry movies. Bus drivers cheat, too. I mean, we had a really good conversation <laughs> about it. And that comes out when, Tess? It's huh? out. It's out. It's on Ted's yeah, sorry, uh, yeah, it's on my Yeah, it's on my Instagram. And then we're uploading it to the podcast on Thursday. Um, but, you know, the most important thing that people remember is, again, almost 40% of black men date. 40% uh, of black men are in blue collar jobs. Black women are the only uh, women who date, marry and partner with our race more than any other race. Mm -hmm. So the idea that black women don't want to date blue collar guys, that's what people heard when she said that. And that's just simply the facts suggest otherwise. Her personal preference is completely different than what the majority of black women do. I married a mechanic. 
So it's not true. I, what I don't like is the generalization that, oh, you know, that's what's wrong with black women. And that's why black women, it's just not true. Um, when we look at the facts, we look at the stats, we look at the data, uh, we date and marry blue collar men. We well, just I, do. I think the problem with the conversation was that they were speaking in both generalizations and preferences all in the same breath. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So Ebony started talking about generalizations, but then Ayanla asked her about a preference. And then Ayanla went back to talking about generalizations. You know, the reality, the reality of the situation is if you don't want to date a bus driver or you don't want to date a blue collar worker, all you're doing is making your, your pickings even slimmer. <laughs> and and right, saying? and she was very clear about that. She said she understands that uh, it limits her, which she has said on the Breakfast Club multiple times. She says that she understands it may not, you know, she may not ever get a husband, but that is, you know, her choice. She also pointed out that her mother was a bus driver, so she never said that bus driving was bad and that all those, you know, anybody that's a bus driver is trash. But it it was it's very important that we understand, you know, like the whole, you know, the whole concept of what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And again. When you hear a 30 second clip, you know, people run with that. And, and so they felt insulted. And so my point is, guys, when you hear somebody say something on social media, don't internalize that. You know, she's one black woman. Not all black women feel that way. Remember what your mother said to you as a black woman or a grandmother or your aunt or your wife. Remember the things they said to you, not what a random stranger you you never met in life said to you. My mama was, told me to stay on her dresses. My mama told me to stay on her dresses. I'm you, didn't you didn't listen. You didn't listen. You didn't listen. Let's you take didn't some listen calls. 585-1051. We're talking Ebony K. Williams, Ayanna Fonzant. What do you think? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about a conversation that Ebony K. Williams had with Ayanla Von Zant. Now, it was about relationships. It was about dating a bus driver. And this is how the conversation played out. Would you date a bus driver? Would you date if a bus If he owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's, a that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm -hmm. that, but the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm -hmm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm -hmm. if he was if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus. So we're asking 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Start with you, Flame Row. I definitely date a bus driver. I would date you. Let me tell you something, Envy. I just want I like people who like me for who I am. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna accept you for who you are. And if we get along well, it's not only just about money, especially at my age. I just want somebody that, that makes me happy and that I like mm -hmm. because I'm a cancer and cancer do like cancers don't like everybody. Mm -hmm. We just don't. So if I like you, then that's good good for me. But some of these women's standards to be so high, and they have all these high standards for other people, but then they standards to be low. They don't keep a clean house. They're not good cooks. <laughs> no, I, I sex ain't that good. Yeah, they might be making money, but the other things be lackluster. So don't be asking me to do all this extra, and you ain't did no extra. I do believe in love, and I, I do believe in, and sometimes you don't know where that's going to come from. It could, it exactly. could come from a bus driver. It could exactly. come from a sanitation worker. It could come from a nail technician. But I also would say that people have the right to choose who they want to date and who they want to talk to. And yeah. if somebody says, look, I want to talk, I don't want to talk to this type of person. I don't, I don't think that they should be 
you know, ridiculed. Like, there's a lot of people that say, you know what, I'm black and I don't want to talk to a white person. Or I'm white and I don't want to talk to a black person. Or whatever it may be. Or I don't want to talk to a person that credit score is this. I can't be mad at their preference. Let me tell you something. The way it was raining here in New York last night, your 401k wasn't going to hold me. I needed somebody to put their arm around me and make me feel safe the way it was storming here last night. So you like fat, man. Fat! Oh, you almost got... I would throw this fan at you. Absolutely not. I said, hold me. Oh, hold you. A 401k can't hold me. I just said, hold me. A million dollars can't hold me. You may have it in the bank, but it can't make me feel safe and precious. And a lot of people miss that because we so on monetary gain. We so on material things that you miss love. Love is free if it's good love. Now, Charlamagne? I mean, it's three things for me. I mean, uh, number one, if you don't want to date a blue-collar man from the working class, then you're just making your pickings very, very, very slim, okay? Because they call the 1% the 1% for a reason. That's number one. Number two, um, whatever you want in a mate, you should already be. So if you want a rich man, uh, you better be rich yourself. That's, that's, that's how I feel. And, and, and third, and most important, what happened to love? That's what, what I said. What happened to connecting with somebody's energy? I think we're looking for all the wrong tangibles in people, and, and they're all superficial, these things that yeah. people are looking for. If you're going to make the commitment to spend the rest of your life with a person, trust me, it's going to take uh, way more than money. You know, you, does, does, does this person make you happy? Does this person make you laugh? As Flame said, does this person make you feel protected? Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Like, like that's, why, said, that's why in wedding vows they say through which, rich or poor. Because money mo- comes and money goes. Money comes and money goes, man. Word up. See, I think both of y'all can say that because both of y'all have beautiful wives. Char- I met Charlamagne's wife in 2019 at Tiffany Haddish's birthday party and Gia was on here last week and Gia is beautiful. That's why y'all got all those kids. Y'all can't even shower in front of y'all wives. Nope. Good God. Nope. It <laughs> goes down, baby. Now, Tesla <laughs> Figaro usually uh, leaves at this time, but she said no. Uh, she's staying aboard. Now, Tess, I know you got some comments for this one. Yeah, well, you know, I interviewed uh, Ebony yesterday on my Instagram, guys. You can certainly go look at the full interview at Tesla and Figaro on Instagram, and it will be dropping as well on the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on Thursday. And I wanted to stick around just to make sure we had a full conversation, you know, with every uh, perspective. And, you know, Ebony uh, clarified, she didn't explain, but we, we had a... You know, she went into detail saying that she wasn't speaking for all women, um, but she certainly understands how people perceive that because she was talking to the masses. But, uh, you know, the question was asked, would she date a bus driver? And uh, like Charlamagne just pointed out, whatever you're asking of someone else, you should bring to the table. And many would classify Ebony as rich and successful. She's an attorney. She's a TV host. She's a celebrity. Uh, She makes a certain amount of income. She lives in New York. And she said that that level of income uh, would not be able to sustain her lifestyle. But she was not dissing bus drivers her mother was a bus driver and i just want to say you know from my perspective as a woman um every woman has a different stage in life where she looks for different things when i was married unfortunately the marriage didn't work out but i married a mechanic you know i married a mechanic very young we built together just similar to charlemagne and dj envy how you built with your wives mm-hmm. but looking at ebony who's 39 years old she's saying you know she's looking for something different at that age so love does matter uh sexual attraction physical attraction is actually five attractions um but at the end of the day women are looking for different things and so uh when you're talking about having a family and, and trying to build that changes i've already had my child i did the marriage i did the whole thing so what i look for may not be what ebony looks for and i don't think we should demonize people's individual choice and i just want to say this brothers 39 percent of of men black men 
work in blue collar fields and black women date marry partner with black men more than any other race so we are dating black men we're marrying black men we're holding black men down nobody holds black men down more than a black woman so i don't want the conversation to be Black men, you know, that's what's wrong. Black women don't want to date us because that's just simply not true. Well, Because the black the woman and me been holding down the black man and me for about 30 years, baby. No, I'll take it. <laughs> Camille, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what, what's your thoughts, mama? Um, I definitely would date a bus driver, like Ayana says, as long as he's hardworking and he get up every morning and make sure he drives that bus well. And so you would, you would have no problem with it. You, you're about your love. I would have no I would have no problem with it. As long as he's an honest man and that's what he does when he leaves the house and comes back home, yeah. That's know. right. Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's happening, brother? Tyler, did I just hear water? You taking a shower or a bath, bro? Nah, I was just washing my hands, bro. All right, just making sure. I didn't want to make sure you were Sanitary. Talking about Sanitary. Hands. I washed my hands before I used the bathroom and after, okay? Me too. Oh, I oh. thought I was the only person that yeah. did. I, I always wash my hands before no. I touch my penis. No, no. Wash it before <laughs> and after, okay? <laughs> well, what's up, y'all? What's up, Tyler? Talk to us. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that yeah. comment? Yo, okay. First off, Ebony K. Williams is absolutely ridiculous. That comment, ridiculous. I am so tired of the women out here trying to only date the 1% and leave all the other good working hard men out to dry. Like there's no reason for her to say you cannot date the bus driver because he doesn't own the bus. Does she own everything that she's in as far as like her perspective field? Is she the owner or is she a worker? Like these men out here were hard workers. If just as long as we are coming home, we going to work, we honest living, standing by a woman, we love God, that's all that should matter with him. I don't understand about all this, this um, money. You know, this one percent. No flashy car, being taken care of. Not want to do nothing for themselves. I mean, he's making. You're okay. making a good point. I mean, that was my number two. You know, whatever you want in a mate, you should already be. So if you want a rich man or you want an owner. You know, you better hope you better make sure you're rich and you're an owner yourself. Not right. talking about Ebony, but just talking about just people. But in let's general. talk about Ebony though, because he mentioned Ebony. She is rich though. So for him to say all of these women want things that they don't have, she does have that. So but is she an owner, she, Ebony? I mean, Tez? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You got I don't know if she owns a bus I don't think she owns a bus company. You know, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but she does but see th this is what I'm saying, brother, that's listening. You know, I, I hear it, it's almost like he feels personally attacked, and I just want to reiterate her personal preference is not an attack on you. There is somebody that loves you for you, but everybody has the right to want what they want. If I say I like tall men, or if somebody says I like thick women or skinny women, I don't get offended that you like something different other than me. I don't understand why people are so pressed by people's personal preference. She's not saying everybody should follow well, her lead. Well, she did say that at first. We are being intellectually dishonest if we say that. She, it, it, the, the problem with that conversation is it went from generalization to preference. To personal. The, the, the generalization again. No, the generalization to preference to generalization again that's the that was the problem with that whole conversation well, let's take some more but calls 800-585-1051 lot of people on the line and Charlamagne, do you feel bad when women say they want tall men and no one short men i'm taking i don't care what y'all want exactly i'm, I'm, I'm married <laughs> great damn point and let, let's point that out before we take another call you guys are both married for 20 plus years correct yes yep. so really truth be told this ain't even a conversation y'all really can actively participate in because you're not dating i'm over there so that's it's not over there on the phone lines mm -hmm. <laughs> let's talk about some more when we come back as the breakfast club we're welcoming a new show to iheart and the DraftKings youtube channel it's called point game with john wall and cj teledano it's an insider's look at the nba and the coaches surrounding the league 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. I know it, man. I like it. 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 Call me and your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club on BET. We got our guest co-host, Flame Monroe, here. Teslin Figaro is sticking around because we're having a, a conversation about Ebony K. Williams. She was having a conversation with Ayanna Von Zant about relationships, and this is what she said. Would you date a bus driver? Would you date if a bus If he owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus, See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm-hmm. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men 
is off for who mm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus driver. A lot of people on the line want to talk. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Faith Jones, how are you? Hey, Faith, good morning. Talk to us. What's your thoughts? Uh, I wouldn't date a bus driver unless he had a form on case. And let me explain why. Jesus. Number one, and it has nothing to do with women being gold diggers, stuff like that. But, you know, we're now breadwinners, holding everything down, holding the family down, holding the kids down. And I don't mind holding anyone down if you're in college and doing what you have to do. But to hold someone down while they sit their ass on the Oh, sorry. While they sit their behinds on the sofa and do all that and watch. And, you know, men want to be treated with respect. But they don't understand we want to be treated with respect as well. We got to go get our own nails and our own hair done and everything else to take care of the household. No, absolutely not. You know, if, if you as far as... Oh, sorry. No, no, I said if she listened to the whole conversation with Ebony and Ayala, Ayala actually said that damn near verbatim. She was like, you know, I ain't talking about the guy that's sitting around on the couch playing video games all day. Are you a hardworking, honest hard-working. man? Mm-hmm. But, see, but I also feel like people have to start from someplace, right? Like, we all started from someplace. I worked at the U.S. Open, and I, and I grabbed the balls, and then I sold T-shirts. Excuse, excuse me? Excuse me? I did that thing. I excuse worked me? at the U.S. I grabbed balls. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh. okay, so, Ebony, how old were you, though? Ebony's 39 years old. I, I did telemarketing. Like, I started I started somewhere small, and, you know, I started to try to work as hard as I am. So, bus drivers are a great job. They make they make good money. They have great benefits. They I put them in the same bank as, as teachers and, and police officers. They're public servants. Well, y'all yeah. Okay, so Envy, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, because again, when I was married, I married a mechanic. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started? When you were talking about those jobs? I started working at sixteen. Right. So Ebony's a thirty-nine-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. So what? When I met my mechanic ex-husband, who was a floater and you know just on an hourly pay, I was twenty-one. A forty-year-old woman is not looking for the same thing you would look for at twenty-one. So ages things change as you age you, you're looking for more stability more things and again it's okay to date a blue collar guy I just want to put that out there but I also want to say a lot of blue collar men Charlemagne we were talking about this earlier they all can be very intimidated by women who do make more so uh, I got plenty of girlfriends that say yeah I'll date a guy that makes less than me but then if I bring him to the uh, White House correspondence dinner and, and he's around other men that maybe you know talk about different things that maybe you know he's not familiar with a lot of men feel insecure about that and so it makes it even harder for the sisters to say hey you know I, I will help you build let's let's come see, together I don't, it's, it's it's a lot it's a, a lot to unpack with see, this question see I don't I see I don't agree because see for me money comes and money goes right and and at the end of the day I want somebody that's gonna love me regardless like I don't care if they rich I don't care if they broke it's a feeling of love that's if right. they're a bus driver if they do nails mm-hmm. I want that feeling because money come money go I'll take care of the money but if you love me for but see me, you're a man me See, but see, you're a man. What you do, you know? But see, men look at it that way. Men um, typically do date women or marry marry women that have less than. When a woman is successful, particularly a black woman, our dynamics change because the power dynamic changes. So I, we see plenty of men who are multimillionaires that date a woman that a woman that maybe has less education, less money happens all the time. But when the woman is a 
a millionaire, our options are very different than what it is for a man. Don't block so your blessing. Uh, that's right. Don't block your blessing. And Tez, you said something. Um, you know, when you talk about these millionaires, or you know, bringing somebody around these millionaires who may not be a millionaire, most everyday working class people from the hood are way more secure than these rich ass celebrities. I man, no these celebrities doubt. be so insecure and their yep. egos be so fragile. You could take a person from the block right now, bring them to the Met Gala tonight, and he's gonna be the life of the party. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, let's be clear. I'm a hood whisperer, so I date the hood. So let's so let's be clear. I date you straight out the penitentiary. And uh, but the point I'm trying to say is, hey, girl, we can roll together. That's very my yeah, girl, they, got the best, they got the best sex. Just truth be told. But I, I just think this shaming. You know, I find it so interesting because when we had the conversation, a lot of uh, men in the comments, white collar men were dissing blue collar men, blue collar men were dissing men that maybe had felonies and bad records. They were calling them the bottom of the barrel. So what I see a lot of is a lot of men are feeling personally rejected by this and and it, they're internalizing it and that's what I don't want people to do. Don't internalize I don't think, it. I don't, I, don't th I don't think it's just men, no, Tez. I mean, I see more women yeah. uh, standing up for the situation than anything because most of the women are the guy, uh, have these blue collar men. Well, let's go. We got Stephanie on the line. Stephanie, she's a, a wife of a bus driver. Good morning, Stephanie. Hi, good morning. Good morning. I'm calling, you know, because um, I want to say that, you know, in regards to dating a bus driver, you could live the life, you could live anywhere any celebrity lives. I live in Amsterdam Bays in Long Island, and my husband is a bus driver, and the benefits that they give, one thing you could be sure of, you're not gonna order IRS, and you could do all the surgeries you want for free on their medical benefits. She said all the surgeries you want on their medical benefits? Yes, you could literally get a makeover without paying for it. On their medical but, benefits. Basically, you're but saying you're happy, is what you're saying. Yes, that's what she's saying. Very and happy. I'm so, and I'm saying. Okay. And I'm so glad you're happy, sis. But Ebony's a millionaire woman that made this comment, and she, just to give her defense, the salary of a bus driver doesn't even cover what she owed the IRS this year. So that's her preference. But that's so her money. money. She got to pay that bill. I'm I'm here for she love. She does. I ain't here, to, I ain't here to, to go 50 50 with you. Yeah. I love you. I'm, I just, I'm here because yeah. of love. I'm going to support as much as I can. If that's it's only true, 20%, but a lot of men don't. A lot of men don't feel that way, though, guys, because y'all not single women out here who are successful. She has a different perspective based on her lived experience. And again, I date and marry a man that I made. I made more than my husband. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the marriage is going to work out. We also have to stop this idea that everybody who's a bus driver is the perfect man and everybody who's successful is trash and not not a good man with character and loves God and all of those things. You guys are two good men that have all of those attributes who are doing very well. So we have to stop shaming this, oh, the bus driver is so perfect and the successful men are trash. That's not true either. I don't think, I don't think nobody said that though. I think, I think Ayala, yeah. was very, Ayala was very specific yeah. in saying is, saying if you're a bus driver who has integrity, if you're a bus driver who's honest, if you're a bus driver who loves me, she was very specific about uh, right, the but attributes I'm talking she about wants the comments, to but Eb she, well, I'm talking about the comments, but Ebony also said all of those things, can, all of those attributes can still be with a man that's successful. You can still be successful and have integrity and love God and have character. That's sure, all. Absolutely. All that don't mean nothing. If a man gonna cheat, he gonna cheat anyway. If you don't believe me, look at Denzel Washington fences. He went to work every day on the garbage truck. He still cheated on Viola and had a baby with somebody else. <laughs> that don't up. mean nothing. That is a movie. It, I don't care, but it's a real life movie. It's still the, it's the same thing. Because they're talking about men cheat. Baby, let me tell you something. Lots of men cheat. Yes. Even men with breasts. Lots of men cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna, you, you're our last caller. What's your, what's your thoughts, Brianna? Um, my thoughts are, it's a man, it's all about his character. That's it? 
all about her character. So if the man is shooting you good, that's fine. But, you know, in Philly, bus drivers and CEOs are notoriously known to be cheaters. So that would be my issue. Um, but other than that, no, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm not a millionaire either. Right. So, you know, it's different. I respect the man that can, you know, come to the table. If I make 100000 he makes 100000 then he can pay, you know, the majority of the bills. So that makes me feel comfortable. Got you. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is none of y'all gonna recognize Jesus when he come back. Okay, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus gonna come back. Look, if Jesus come back looking like he looked back in the day, y'all not gonna give him no shine whatsoever. Okay, y'all ain't gonna respect the sandals. Y'all ain't gonna respect the little robe. Y'all ain't gonna want to touch the hem of that garment. He gonna have to have on designer, some designer shoes, driving a Maybach uh, for y'all to even recognize him. Yeah, so the, the standards for men are so high. Give me a man with a hustle, a drive, and a dream over a man with a degree. I'm but telling you, the a hustle, a men- drive, and a dream. Yeah, the standards for men are not high based on the facts, though. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We date them in the penitentiary. Girl, so you date them. Emily K. Williams says she ain't dating them unless they're making a ton, a ton of money. But that's one She's going to be lonely woman. a lot. That's one woman. The majority of black men, we hold y'all black asses down. Are y'all going to put some respect on black well, Taz, women this morning? Taz, you're right, but you keep, <laughs> you keep saying it's one woman. But uh, Ebony did make it a general statement before uh, Ayanla asked, asked her her preference. Before her preference, she made it a general that's statement. That's right, but we got to be able to switch. We got to be able to hear when she was asked for her, though. But but then even oh. after Ayanla asked her, Ayanla made it a general statement, too, about women. So that's well, I'm here I, to make it a plain statement. That was Ebony. That ain't everybody. We date them all. Black women hold you down more than anybody we pray more for you we fight more for you we put our houses up for you oh we know we deal with you we hold you down but, so but, let's but, not but, make this about all black but we know this and that's why she's receiving the, that's why she received sure. the backlash she received yeah because people yeah, know like that's not it. yeah that's all all right well when we come back we got your rumor report we're gonna get into Stephen a smith standing up for Neil long we got the audio in we'll break that down and more don't move it's the breakfast club on bet Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Now let's talk Stephen A. Smith. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. All right. Now, earlier we were talking about Ima Oduke. Uh, he left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's his name. His but name? I don't know. But, man, if he give him some uh, air freshener if he's taking a Duque. <laughs> Whoever Ima is, he needs some air freshener if he's taking a Duque. Well, you know, he was the coach of the Boston Celtics. He was let go, and he recently got a job with the Houston Rockets. And he was talking about joining the Houston Rockets. And Stephen A. Smith was upset that he did not apologize for embarrassing and cheating on Nia Long. This is what Stephen A. Smith said. Even if they're not together, that is the father of her child. If you mention him and another woman, inevitably she's going to come up. How come nobody thought about the sister? How come they just left her out there standing on her own? I will always defend her. I will always defend her on this issue. It was, how could you do that? You didn't have to do it that way. But to have a press conference and put his business, tacitly or otherwise, on Front Street. You didn't think about Neil Long at all, but you thought about the other woman who purportedly was white. And the one woman in this equation who was innocent and victimized was not the woman Ime Udoka was messing around with. It was Neil Long. She was the one screwed over. Jesus Christ, Stephen A. He's angry. He's frustrated. Well, Neil Long said, thank you, Stephen A. Smith, for your support. 
The most disrespected person in America is the black woman, Malcolm X. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think if you publicly embarrass your significant other, I've seen people apologize for that. Like if you had a press conference, yeah, you should apologize to the to the mother of your child if that was your. I don't I don't think they were married, but you know that's your your woman. I can see an apology there. Yeah, I, I think and, he I, I think in the he press conference. I mean, he did talk about it, so I, yeah, I think he should address it. I think he should apologize. Didn't he apologize to the the Boston Celtics team? I'm not sure. I didn't see it. I but. mean, of course, he had to apologize to the organization, but, but he I mean, should he should apologize. The thing as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah, I, 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 I'm you know, minus all the yelling and the screaming, and I I, I don't I agree with Stephen A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was hostile, Steve. I mean, it sounded like Stephen A. wanted him to have a whole other press conference right. for the Neil Long situation. I don't know if it required that, <laughs> but it, it, I can see him acknowledging it during a. Uh, his apologies to everybody. You know I what I appreciate that. about that whole thing? That a brother, a black man, stood up for a black woman. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, Lorenz Tate, he talks about uh, Hollywood putting more value in British black actors than U.S. actors. I feel like Hollywood believes there's more value in British black actors than they do black actors. And I think a part of it goes into that, oh, they have an audience over there. Mm. So they translate internationally going back to that what i think is you know a hoax that we don't sell or we don't we're not valuable so i think they put that in the mix and also i just think hollywood is just in love with the uk and all (laughs) things you know british and so i feel like the the black american actor is i see what that decline is but you know we're that was on the uh, Earn Your Leisure podcast, and of course, that was my Virgo brother, Lorenz Tate. What's your thoughts on that, guys? Um, I saw, you know, I saw Alan Hughes on the uh, High and Learning podcast with Van Lathan and uh, Rachel, and he, he he made a good point. He said that you know uh, the reason he thinks Hollywood is leaning toward those British actors because a lot of those actors are, uh, are trained in the theater, mm. you know. So he says he feels like they take the craft more serious. He says he feels like a lot of American actors are just focused on uh, being being famous, and I thought that was a I thought that was a, a good, a, a different take, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, also, Fifty Cent. Congratulations to Fifty. He bought. Are you ain't asked Flame what Flame think? I'm sorry, Flame. Yeah, because you just bypassed me like I was like an asterisk or a footnote or something. Don't, Damn. Don't make me throw this fan at you, Envy. I'll fight you. You light skin. I fight light skin. I won't fight dark skin, but I fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think I. I think that Lorenz Tate. I don't even hear the frustration. I think Lorenz Tate been taking Benjamin Button juice. First of all, he has not aged. He looks fantastic. Amazing. And he has been a great actor since he played Old Dog. Yes. Way back when he was a kid, and uh, I hate that the roles that they're getting like I not I want to say the guy from Snowfall, Idris. What's his name? Uh, Damon, Damon he gets a lot of roles, and I I can see Lorenz playing those roles. Lorenz mm-hmm. is a great actor, but he never to me broke out the black acting arena. He, I wish he would have been able to cross over, and he is a crossover actor, but mm-hmm. he just never got the meaty roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Lorenz got some legendary roles. Yeah, he does. Got you know legendary what I mean, roles. like, I, like no disrespect, like, no disrespect to Damson Idris, but he should hope to have the career that Lorenz Tate has had. No, but I, I'm not I'm not bashing Lorenz at all. I'm saying that I wish that he would have got roles that would have made him an international star. You know, if he would have mm-hmm. got those parts. So mm-hmm. I get what he's saying. There, there is frustration in Hollywood. Hollywood don't mess with me at all. Hollywood petrified me in this truth. But I, I can see where Lorenz has a gripe with that because they are giving a lot of... And, and I look, and what's the guy from a Get Out? He gets a lot of roles and he's a British actor. Idris Elba is a Idris British Elba, actor, yeah. you know? And I always I, wonder if, if U.S. actors get parts in some of those U.K. 
uh, movies or the UK sitcoms. I, I always wonder. Depends that. who they are because you know, you know they always they always say you know uh, the black black actors can't sell internationally, which is some nonsense. Mm-hmm. So I just think they they have a select few of people that they, select few group of people that they think can sell internationally that are black, and that's who they go with. Yeah. And yeah. lastly, I just want to congratulate 50 Cent. He bought a 985,000 square foot warehouse Come on, for G-Unit Films and TV. Yay. Uh, rumor has he's going to kind of create his own, what Tyler Perry has in Atlanta. He's going to create where he purchased this property. He hasn't announced where he purchased it. I do know, but I'll let him announce that. But it's going to be pretty big. He's going to open up a lot of cities. He's going to create a lot of jobs. And I'm super duper excited for Fifth. So shout out to Curtis 50. Jackson. Hey, 50, if you listening, let me, let me tell you something. I need to be on BMF. I want to be my Duke's brother. Because my they real religious, I want to be half brother, but I want to be the candy lady for Big Meech and Big T. Because I want to be selling drugs and and the gun runner <laughs> and you know the loan shark. Because all black neighborhoods when I was growing up in projects, the candy lady sold drugs, fish dinners, card games. She sold a little uh huh on the low. She sold drugs. She loaned. She was the loan shark. I could be that. I could be the uncle. I'm the I'm the gangster uncle. I'm the auntie and the uncle. I'm the uncle. I'm your auntie, Charlamagne. I'm your auntie. Shut up, Flame. <laughs> I can be on BMF. I can see it. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Man, four after the hour, Katie Sorensen. She's actually a Karen. Uh, man, she's one of the many reasons that uh, Believe All Women is one of the worst statements ever created. But we'll talk about it four after the hour. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning on BET. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Hee-haw. It's time for donkey of the day. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny shit to say out of his mouth. Just because I say something you may not agree with doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the day right there. <laughs> it's a breakfast club, bitches. You can call me the donkey of the day, but like, I mean no harm. Uh, donkey of the day for Monday, May 1st. <clears throat> Goes to 31-year-old Katie Sorensen. Katie is actually a Karen, ladies and gentlemen. And she's one of the many reasons that believe all women will never be an accurate statement. Because when you say all, you have to include people like her, okay? You should listen to all women and believe all proof. And Katie is a prime example of this. See, Katie posted a widely shared Instagram video in which she claimed that a Latino couple named Sadie Vega Martinez and her husband Eddie Martinez tried to kidnap her two children at a Michael's Craft store in California. Let's go to Good Morning America for the report, please. Katie Sorensen told the elaborate lie on a since-deleted Instagram video that you just mentioned, claiming a Latino couple she described as not clean-cut tried to kidnap her children. Monday of this week, my children were the targets of attempted kidnap. 31-year-old Katie Sorensen, a mom influencer who posted beauty and motherhood advice, uploaded this video that was viewed more than 4 million times. And I want to share that story with you in an effort to raise awareness as to what signs to look for. Falsely claiming that strangers tried to kidnap her two young children on December 7, 2020. The Sonoma County DA's office says the videos were posted about a week after Sorensen reported the supposed kidnapping attempt to police. In the video, Sorensen described a number of details about the alleged incident that hadn't been disclosed to police. The accused couple, Sadie and Eddie Martinez, say they actually recognize themselves in this photo and came forward to deny Sorensen's claims. 
she wanted a stronger following. She was looking for, you know, content for her yeah. fame and her her income um, and at our expense. Wow. <sighs> That's first exactly all, what I was thinking. First of all, she, she can't even lie straight. Now, I don't put anything past anyone when it comes to crime, but we should have known that story was complete rubbish hogwash baloney and whatever other words white women use for nonsense when she said that it happened in a michael's craft store the only people in michael's are other stressed parents getting materials for their kids school projects nobody in michael's is looking to take more kids okay if anything they're trying to get rid of the ones they got all right amen, amen to that you know, <laughs> katie you know you put a latino couple in danger simply because you was trying to get some engagement on instagram she calls herself one of those mom fluencers so you went to michael's and created a whole story about about a couple trying to kidnap your kids just for likes and retweets. And, oh, she got them. Over 4 million people watched that video, according to court records. And not only did she lie, when officers from the police department followed up with her, she actually identified the couple from a surveillance video at the Michael store as the kidnappers. That couple fully cooperated with the investigation and denied the allegations being made against them. I don't even like the fact that they worded worded it like that in the New York Times uh, as denied the allegations being made against them. No, they told the truth. She lied. Fully cooperated with the investigation. No, they was asked about a lie that was told on them. And they said, what the hell are y'all talking about? All right. And Katie is only facing a maximum of six months in jail. Her bail was set at a hundred thousand. That's not high enough. Does she realize the type of lie she told is what got Emmett Till killed? Does she realize the type of lie she told is why the Central Park Five was incarcerated for no damn reason? That's why there is no such thing as a little white lie. Okay, when whites lie, especially on brown and black people, the consequences are huge, bigly. Yeah. And Katie, you didn't even think this through. Okay, the nerve of you to accuse this Latino couple of attempting to kidnap your kids. And this is another reason we should have known she was lying, because Latinos already have 19 kids of their own. Okay, <laughs> why, why would a Latino couple steal a blue-eyed, mayonnaise-flavored baby when they have 32 hard-working brown children of their own? Okay, if she really wanted, you know, people to believe a Latino couple tried to kidnap her kids, she should have said it happened outside of Home Depot or the DMV. But Michael's Craft Store, stop it. Okay, this woman did all of this just to boost her IG following and raise money. Just one simple lie on IG got a beautiful Latino couple investigated by the police. But y'all really believe this society is ready for AI? Y'all really think this society is ready for deep fakes? We don't even know reality from fantasy now. Yet we have all this new technology that is about to make it even worse. Yeah. Please let Remy Ma give Katie Soroson the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, you dumb. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. What a cookie say, Flynn? This say is donkey, donkey of the, of the day. day. <laughs> this is for you, Katie. You want a I cookie, I got you Katie? a cookie, Mommy. <laughs> I feel bad for all the people that was following and found out how dumb they was because she dumb, but y'all dumber than she is because y'all following a good guy. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she looked at a surveillance video and pointed out a couple, Sadie Vega Martinez and her husband, Eddie Martinez, you know what could have happened to those people? Yes. right. Come Absolutely. on, man. And she only going to get a maximum of six months? Come on, stop, man. All right. Well, stop. thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. Hee-haw. Hee All right. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on BET. Peace. Everybody else, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's talk PDA. You know what PDA stands for? Uh-huh. What does it stand for? Hey, dudes, after, after the show. 
No, no, no. <laughs> Public display of affection. Now, this is coming from Tamar Braxton. She was out with her boo, her fiance. Oh, he's they were in the car. His name is uh, JR. And they were kissing. And her son was in the backseat. His name is Logan. And was like, what is happening? I'm so mad at JR right now. So let's talk about it. Do you have public display of affection with your kids around? That is the question. Every time me and my wife kiss, my daughter London goes, ugh, ugh, like she's throwing up. What? What, Flame? I, I don't have public display of affection in front of my children because I don't have a significant other. But if you did, would you? Probably, yes, because I think that teaches children love, especially when it is affectionate. Mm -hmm. And you see that a husband and wife or the partners love each other. You know, they mm -hmm. displays of affection of you you in the kitchen cooking or washing dishes and your wife come and slap you on the butt. And you know, you smile right. and she smiles and the children see that because kids are sponges. So they see everything that's happening. They see all the bad. So why wouldn't they see the good? I mean, you ain't going to go bust down in front of your kids, but of course you're going to show love and affection because when they grow up, when they get with their spouses their significant mm -hmm. others you want them to be able to express that same kind of love so they need to see that's that right. example but we'll that's talk right. we'll talk about it more when we come back and we'll take your phone calls 800-585-1051 it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club it's topic time Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Flea Monroe, here. Woo! And we're talking about PDA, public display of affection. We're asking when you're around your kids, do you show PDA? That is the question, 800-585-1051. I do. Uh, me and my wife, we show all the PDA hugs, kiss. Uh, I grab her ass all the time and she's cooking and cleaning and she grabs my ass too. Yes, we show PDA in front of our kids because like, like Flame Monroe said earlier, yeah, you want to show that because you want to create that in your kid's lifestyle. You don't want to be, you don't want to have kids that don't show relations, don't show love, don't show the fact that they can, you know, be vulnerable with somebody. Yeah. So we do that in our family. Flame? And the world is touchless. The world seems to be trying to be touchless right now. You know, the affection. So you, they should see that affection because kids really do pick up that. And you, you'll mm -hmm. argue in front of them. So That's why right. wouldn't you hug, show the love and affection and I'm kiss in front of them? Charlamagne? Not only do I do PDA in front of my kids, I encourage it. Right. Okay, kids need to see that parents absolutely love each other, and I am a sensitive, emotional cancer. Yes, I need it. I need love constantly. I need to be hugged on. I need to be kissed on, and you know that is just something that uh, I do to my wife, and I I, I encourage other uh, parents to do it as well. I encourage other couples to do it as well, and not just you know PDA. You know, I, I don't know if you you should show public displays of affection with your kids too. You should hug on your kids and kiss your kids I and do. tell your kids you love them, and all. Oh, yes, I need all of that. All I do, the time. I do all of that. Even if you if you're a friend of mine, you know I need a hug. Just I, yes, you know it. I need a hug when I come. I need a hug when I leave. I need to know that you love me. You you don't give me a hug when you come. Cause you you nasty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You 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 think you're my wife. No, you think you're my wife. That's why Just Hilarious calls us husbands now. I just you know when you come to work, I, I would like a nice hug every once in a while. I I do hug you every now and the then. The other day I tried to hug you and you said no. Cause you was you had on sweats. You was turned on. See that? No. Nope. Let's go to the phone lines. Oh. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Maria. Hey, Maria. Good morning. Hi, Talk to Maria. us. You know, um, it's really interesting. My husband and I have been married almost 20 years. And I'm calling from Detroit, by the way. D-Town? What up, Doe? <laughs> 
So we've been married almost 20 years, and we have an 18-year-old and an almost 13-year-old. And one thing that we've been intentional about is showing them um, all healthy examples of, or examples of healthy love, numerous examples. So we do show um, affection in front of our children. Now, what we won't do is we won't be out in public slobbing each other down. I think that's a bit much. I mean, what do you call? I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, the tongue kiss might be a little bit crazy, but you know, the the regular kissing and uh, you know the hugging yes. is fine. Yeah, hold it in. Yeah, you mean oh, that, that is absolutely. my absolute favorite envy. Look I that. love to see couples hold hands. Holding hands That's is right. such a great display of affection because you really have to like a person. They always think it's kissing, but to hold somebody's mm-hmm. hand and you feel that the the love coming yes. through the energy of that that is the most beautiful the display of affection of love to me. Me and my wife think, hold hands. Every day, like I don't care if we walk into the uh, a movie theater, walking in the mall, or we just walk into our kids. You want to see me hold my wife's hand? Look, I'm holding my wife's hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just think it's the difference between PDA and foreplay. I don't think you should do nothing in public that actually would lead to y'all doing the do. So that, that those big tongue kisses can lead to the do being done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mike, when, come on, when Mike. Do me, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Mike, what's up? Another day, man. Hey, Sound like you need a hug right now, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. How y'all doing? Good, Hi, man. Mike. Talk to us. What, what do you think about PDA in front of your kids? Man, I feel like kids, they, they got to see the good in the relationship in front of them. Instead of on like Instagram and TikTok and following all these social media relationships, they need to see that, that relationship with mom and dad in the home. You know what I mean? So I really feel like, you know, the kids do need to see that. Maybe not all of it, but instead of so much fighting and drama in front of them and yeah. following up online, I feel like they, they really do need to see that face to face. I agree. I agree. And and I see it with my kids. Like, we, me and my wife show a lot of PDA. So my kids are very affectionate when it comes to me and my wife. They're always hugging. They're always kissing. They're always hugging and kissing each other because we Man. show it so much. And it's and it's normal. And we want it to be normal. Like, if my kids don't see me and I don't pick them up and they don't come running to me and give me Man. a hug and a kiss, it makes me feel away. And my kids do it every day. That's the best feeling. I tell everybody, that's the best feeling in the world. Not money, nothing. When my when I pick up my kids from school and they come running like they haven't seen me in six months and they, they jump on me. Yo, you hugging a kiss. Oh my god! It, it about, takes all my pain away. How about this? If you, if, if we, we, like, you know, I do cheerleading competition. You know, I'm a cheer dad. You know, after the meet, when y'all do good, you don't hug nobody first before you hug me. That's and your what mommy. I'm talking about. You know my what I'm wife, saying? My wife be kind of tight too, but no, my nah, kids are daddy. Nah, yeah, bro. And yes, you kill nah, me, baby bro. girl. Of course, your, of course, your teammates. Because soon as y'all finish performing, y'all hug on each other. But once y'all, you know, meet back with the parents, you don't hug no coaches or nobody until you come hug your mommy and daddy. Well, you come hug your daddy and mommy. Hug your daddy first, and mommy gaff. Mommy always. That's right. Well, yeah. Unless it's me, you hug them both at the same time. Jesus Christ. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking PDA, public displays of affection. Do you do it in front of your kids? Let's discuss. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Steady call my phone. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking PDA, Public Displays of Affection. We're asking, do you do it in front of your kids? Uh, I say yes. I do it. I hold hands. I love. I hug. I grab my wife's butt. Like, yes, I show PDA. Absolutely, positively. Uh, I have a, I have a uh, brother and sister. Well, they're, they're my friends. They're not really, but I call them my brother and sister mm-hmm. in Seattle. They've been married for 20... Six years. Okay. They still hold hands. They still walk together. They still cook together and they still conversate with each other. Mm -hmm. So if we all around, because he's the cook, Ty is the cook, and Yolanda's his wife, those are my friends. But they still are friendly to each other. Absolutely. It really inspires me because I always said I never wanted to get married, but watching them interact with each other as friends even though they've been married for such a long time makes me inspired to be like, maybe I'll fall in love again. I seriously doubt it, but you know, I'm just saying. Mm Mm-hmm. So if it does it for me and I'm grown, you can only imagine what it does for their children or for children when they see that. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We got Marvin on the line. Marvin, good morning. Hi, Marvin. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, uh, 
Charlemagne, how y'all doing? Good, Peace, good, King. Good. What's your thoughts? Uh, I want to say this, like, I'm a young black man who has a young son, and I do think PDA is important for young kids to see, especially in our communities. And mainly because, you know, we go around listening to a lot of these songs, and we're a little bit hypocritical. You know, a lot of these new, new, age, new young rappers talk about, you know, bust down this and doing all that. So I do think it's important for our, for our young kids to see that we do love each other and show affection to each other in a certain way. As long as it don't get too crazy out of hand, you know, Wild, you yeah, there's a difference between PDA and foreplay. And I'm a person who grew up, man, I don't remember getting all that love when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember getting, especially from my pops, I don't remember getting like hugs and, you know, I love yous from my dad. So, you know, that does have an impact on you as you get older. So I want to be the father that absolutely positively shares that all throughout my, my household. Yeah, I mean, I, I did get the love as a kid, but my family, the, the my, my my six kids and my wife, we are overly with it. That's uh, right. Um, and I love it. Like and, and like I said, I love seeing my kids together. I love seeing even like you know, I got a 17 month old in the crib. My 17 month old can sense it in the house, and she gives hugs and kisses and grabs faces and and big hugs. And that's right. And that's because she's seeing her siblings, which I love. That's right. Hello, who's this? It's Pam. Hey, Pam. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Pam. To you and to Charlamagne, love you both. Thank right. you. We have Flay Monroe here as well today, this morning. Um, so I wanted to comment on the PDA, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I agree with it. Um, I have a daughter from a previous relationship, and my husband has one as well. And when we were dating, I told him, "Listen, they need to see, you know, a healthy type of love." Right. Um, so I think it's okay for us to kiss in front of him and hug in front of him. So they know what that looks like. I agree with you. Yeah. Lead so and he's gotten more comfortable with it. So I think it's good. As long as they ain't trying to address each other in front of the kids, then I think it's good. That, that is lead by example. Mm -hmm. That's right. And listen, I, I like. I, I agree with you. You shouldn't do anything that looks like foreplay. But I do like to embarrass my fourteen year old at this point. I will run up uh, behind my wife and you know, like start thrusting. <laughs> no, no. I, but I do that too. I do that. My kids. But she's fourteen now, so she understands. So I'm doing that just to embarrass her, you know. But also, like even you know, my son is nineteen, and and he'll do something, and I'll run up on him and I'll kiss him on the cheek, and I I don't care. Like that's my son. You my you my son, and and I embarrass him. I know, but. I showed the love. See, the only problem with that is Logan looks like more of a man than you. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Logan, got, like Logan Diesel. Like Logan should be on the front of Men's Health magazine. So if people don't know that's your oh, son, goodness. they like, damn, if he got a little tender. Yo, hey, shut I, saw, up, man. I saw him be kissing on a little tender. What's the moral of the story? Um, I, the moral of the story is, man, spread love, man. Like we like like that woman said that like we so used to seeing unhealthiness now in our society that that love looks foreign to people. Like yeah. man, yes, love on your people because you, you know time ain't tomorrow ain't promised, bro. Right, tomorrow this afternoon. All right, that's right. The, the great the worst mistake we all make is thinking that we got time. Love on your people. Absolutely. All right. When we come back, we got your rumor report. And also, let me shout out to the uh, workers at Raymore and Flanagan. They delivered something at my mom's crib. And when they delivered it, they seen my picture. And it was like, that looked like DJ Emmy. And they were super duper polite, super duper kind. They helped my mom with, with so many different things at the crib. So my mom texted me this morning and said, make sure you shout out them young boys from Raymond playing again. Well, thank you. Thank you, brothers, for, for taking, me, taking care of mom, Dukes, and Pop Dukes. All right. When we come back, we got your rumor report. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club on this Monday. We got our guest co-host Flame Monroe. Woo! And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Pharrell. 
Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Pharrell. Pharrell came back to the 757 with his own festival. It's called Something in the Water. And over the weekend, he had so many different performances from Clips, Chris Brown, uh, De La Soul, Grace Jones, Lil Wayne, uh, Wu-Tang, Busta Rhymes, and so many more. Uh, the festival brings out a lot of people, always safe, and does a lot for the city. Now, day three was canceled due to the weather because the weather was just disgusting. And it was also streaming. So shout to the whole 757 now. One of the dope things that I seen over the weekend was, uh, well, we can start off with Chris Brown. Chris Brown was uh, performing. Now, Pharrell also gives Chris Brown his flowers uh, before the performance. Oh, well, bro, listen, there's only one you. There's only one you. Chris Brown came out and killed it. Now, also, um, what I thought was probably one of the best performances of the weekend, what I've seen so far, and I think he's probably the best performer that I've ever seen as far as hip hop is concerned. Buster Rhymes performed. Oh, absolutely. So. Buster brought out uh, Coy LeRae and they did it together. He killed it. They Buster did this this new thing that I seen him do where he's rapping and uh, Spliff Star, which is his his hype man, he comes up to Buster's mouth and like turns the volume down on his mouth and then while Buster's rapping and that high tone, he starts going down, 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 and it goes all the way down. Nah, they've been doing that for a while. Man, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, that, 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 that ain't new. I mean, I, I think the thing about Buster that's so dope is uh, his energy level is unmatched and he just has a, a, a air of showmanship that yeah. you you can't teach. Okay, so when they did the hip hop tribute on the Grammys, oh, Buster killed it. No, oh, yeah. Buster came he out and shook it up, baby. Yeah. I said, "Come on, baby!" And they're doing a tribute for the uh, for the BET Awards this year, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm the first queen of BET. I'm the first trans woman ever to be on BET. Really? They should have me hosted with, okay. you, with you guys. I was the first one for real at really? Comic View 2004, and in 2005, Cheryl Underwood and I had a big spat on Comic View, highest rating Comic View of all this of all the years. Wow. Well then, uh, when after Coyle Ray got off, she uh, she had something to say for all the haters out there. People talk every day. Every day it's a hate on my a new on my name or her mouth. Somebody got something weird. But the best thing that got me here is my team, and of course, number one, God. And you can't do it without them. Period. So if you a selfish, do you want on some? I'm gonna do it myself. Don't be one of them. And also what she said that I thought was dope is she was like, you know, I'm always going to pay homage to the people that came before me. Mm -hmm. And she gave Buster Rhymes his, uh, his flowers. And I thought that was dope as well. That was Coy LeRae. So that was the Something in the Water Festival. Something in the Water. Now, also last week, Usher was sitting down with Big Boy out in L.A. And he talked about how it would be if he did a versus with Chris Brown. You know, when it comes to versus. Yeah. Chris Brown, Usher versus. Yep. You know, would you would you have done or would you do 
something like a versus. Yeah, I mean, me and Chris will kill the world if we ever did something together like that. I'm not saying it's versus, but right. I will. I'm gonna just say this: if that ever happens. It'll be one of the biggest things that anybody has ever experienced in entertainment mm -hmm. in celebration of two people who love each other because I yeah. love Chris. I don't yeah, like man. him. I don't like his music. I love his music. I love yeah. him. He's my little brother, and he's always been there for me, and I've always been there with him through hard ups and down times. I've been there with him. And, um, you know, for us to be able to celebrate what we do together, man, that'll be crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just leave it there. Yeah, whatever y'all call it, whether it's a versus or a celebration of love or whatever it is, um, Usher, 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 Usher takes that. And, and Chris Brown is dope, but mm -hmm. I keep trying to tell y'all there's certain people catalogs you don't want to go up against because they got nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. Usher got 20 nukes, bro. Mm -hmm. I want to hear the music, but I want to see the dance battle between them because both of them brothers can get it. Oh, both Chris, of them brothers can Chris dance. Chris will wash Usher with dancing, but... but Usher can still... Usher can move, though. Envy, but, but Chris... Chris, Chris Yeah, Chris is a great dancer. Chris can yeah, Chris, Chris, I mean, yeah, and Chris, Chris, Chris definitely... I think Chris probably got the upper hand when it comes to dancing. Yes. We're talking about... Songs, when we talking though? about songs? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. And put and clearly, and not just and Chris Brown puts on a great show. Yep. But clearly Usher puts on a great show because everybody running to Vegas every weekend to watch Usher That's for how right. long now? Months. Like, stop playing with Usher, man. Months. I was Usher, playing with Usher. Usher, you make me want to leave the one I'm with. Hey. Come on, nuclear that's a, that's a nuke. That's a nuclear weapon. Jesus. That is a nuclear bomb. When you play a record like you make me want. That's Ooh. right. And lastly, uh, Flay Moreau, you were in the rumor report. Have we seen over the weekend that uh, a couple of days ago that your car caught on fire? Somebody I tried to blow your car? Oh, my God. I was attacking. A child, no, it was an electrical issue with the car. And my, my Jeep Wrangler is in the shop for the same thing. So they gave me a rental car. And this, a Grand Cherokee, it did the same thing. It's an electrical problem. I don't know what's going on with Jeep and Chrysler. But they better fix it. It caught uh, on fire. When your wig caught on fire or something? It caught, it, no, it just... It, it, because they said that there was 8,000... No, there's 8 miles of wiring in these new cars. You know all these chips. And if one chip bad, it could just mess up the whole, whole car. The car just erupted in fire. If it hadn't been in my house, it would have burned up my house. Where but were you? We were at um, Chris Spencer's one-hour taping. Chris Spencer taped his one-hour special for Netflix. And we were at the taping. And we, when we came out, the car was burned up. Thank God you weren't driving. You weren't in it. I thank God it wasn't at home. I hadn't left the dogs and ran in the store and left them in the car. Or my 16-year-old who won't go in the store, she was just sitting in the car. We don't know what happened. But you know what I want to give out? This is my positive message, too, with this. You never know where Angel is going to come from. So when I posted the picture, and I, I should have posted that it just was electrical. But we were waiting to get word from the fire marshals. Joe Coy, comedian Joe Coy, inboxed me and said, hey, you okay? And just sent me uh, a couple of thousand dollars for no reason. I said, wow. oh, I don't need the money. I would like to go on tour with you. I really don't need the money. But it was just a gesture of the reason that right. you, you, I never met Joe Coy. I have interviewed him on Laugh and Learn on, on my podcast. That's with Black Effect Network. But I've never met him face to face to wow. put a hug around him. And just for him to do that. And I'm telling you, so many comedians reached out on these videos. Let me tell you why I never clap back at trolls or haters. Mm. Because if you're ugly, there is nothing I can say to you that will hurt you more than you looking in the mirror and seeing the reflection that's not <laughs> back at you. There is nothing I can say that will hurt you more than you looking at your own face. That's right. So if you're ugly, you will never get a rash from me. If you're pretty, I might say something. But if you're ugly, y'all wonder why I never clap back. I don't have to. But what if I don't think I'm ugly?
I don't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Sometimes you got to remind people. That's what the good. That's what the beauty of a good clapback. That, but that ain't what, how you go at them. You attack the heart. Remember the, the Spider Man. You don't get the person. You go after something they love. You go after your mama should have had selective cuckoo because she wouldn't mess around with your daddy and then you wouldn't have came out. You ain't mad at me. You mad at your mama for being so free. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, you can say you ugly. You, you got your mama's features. Uh, uh, and, and whatever who, whoever she told you your daddy was cause good God <laughs> alright <laughs> and that is your rumor report alright hey catch me this weekend at Yonkers Comedy Club two shows Friday two shows Saturday I'm telling you right now the dresses is nasty the mouth is ignorant I'm ha- I'm gonna be dripping you might see a nipple I'm just letting you know you oh might see goodness. a nipple All you right. might the People's Choice Mix is up next we'll be back <laughs> Flame Alone's not going anywhere uh, it's the Breakfast Club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Flame Monroe, who's here with us. Now, Flame, you in uh, Yonkers this weekend, right? I'm at Yonkers Comedy Club. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturdays. Um, a two show Saturday hosted by Robin Montague. You can follow her at Robin is Funny. We're gonna have a great time. It's a beautiful club. So, and it's Cinco de Mayo weekend. That's right. I need all the Latino ex, all the Puerto Ricans, all the Mexicos, all the Puerto Ricans, yeah, Puerto Ricans, all the Puerto Ricans, and the Mexicans <laughs> come out and get drunk with me. We're gonna have a great time. If you've never seen me live do stand up. What you see right here, I'm curbing my enthusiasm right here because I got a list of what I can't say. That's Come right. see me on stage when I don't got no list and I can say anything. I'm telling <laughs> it all. <laughs> we will have a great time. So get your tickets. Come hang out with us. We have a blast. All right. Hey, you know what? Speaking of tickets, man, I just want to say real quick. Uh, next Tuesday, May 9th at 7 p.m., uh, I will be doing a conversation with the good brother Bishop T.D. Jakes at the City College of New York. It's called A Disruptive Conversation because Bishop Jakes has a book coming out called Disruptive Conversations and uh, we'll be discussing the importance of shaking up the status quo to transform society for the better. Uh, D-Nice, D- DJ D-Nice is providing the soundtrack, mm-hmm. man. So next Tuesday at City College in New York at 7 p.m., uh, Disruptive Conversations with myself and Bishop T.D. Jakes. So go get your tickets uh, right now. That's right. pretty dope, Charlotte, man. And tomorrow, if, I'm going to give a shout-out to my mother. Tomorrow's my mother. I'll be here. I'll give it to my one tomorrow. Tomorrow's my mother's birthday, Miss Valerie. You going to be here tomorrow? I know. I, I say I'll do it tomorrow. But I have a book out, an audible book with James Hanahan called Did Nobody Give a... Can I say that word? Nope. Did nobody give a S what happened to Carlotta? <laughs> and it was the number two audible book for 2022. Oh, wow. I, it was the first time I did it. It, did it, in, it was the hardest work I've ever done mm-hmm. because I had to sit in a booth, couldn't move with the headphones on for eight hours. Mm-hmm. But it was $300 an hour for nine days. It was pretty lucrative. And the book is doing fantastic. According to women who at home cleaning, my voice is very soothing. Okay. Well, <laughs> congratulations. My voice soothing you, actual husband. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. And my video with Macy Gray is coming out this week. I did a video with Macy Gray called Cop Killer. That's pretty dope. So I'm having a good Whoa. time with that. Okay. Yeah, I killed the police officer in the video. And then, oh. the, and the, so when we were shooting a video, Envy and Charlemagne, we were in a desolate road because it was late at night. So I'm fighting with the police officer. This is a mock police officer. They had the little lights to make it like the real police came. Mm. I'm fighting with the girl. It was a female. I'm throwing all up against the car and everything. She a police. She couldn't handle all this. I'm throwing all over the car and everything, which is why we shouldn't participate in sports with women because we way stronger. And the real police came. So Macy running to the police. I snatched my wig. I was like, oh, we're just making a video because I didn't want to get shot. Wow. And what did the officer say? Oh, he he started laughing. Macy was there to, to save him because if she had not interjected, it looked like you I was fighting the police officer. Right. 
Wow. Well, no, not like I never right done now. it before. Huh? That video is out right now. It comes out Wednesday, that the 3rd. Wednesday. All right. It's a good song, too. It got a great hook. Cop killer. It's going to be real thuggy. Oh, I look like a thug in it. I take my wig off and everything. Jesus. All right. <laughs> I look like Charlemagne. <laughs> now, Charlemagne, since T.D. Jakes is going to be in town, why don't we get him to come host one day with us? Uh, well, he's coming to be. He's definitely coming to be a guest. I don't know if he got time to guest host, but he's going to be a guest. He's going to be here next. Yeah, I think the same day. Okay. The yeah. Potter's House, baby. That's the right. Potter's yeah. House. All right. Well, Tell the Potter's House to pray for me because somebody burned my rental. We thought somebody burned my rental car up in me. Yeah. It just blew up. But you all right. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely all right. But it, I lost some shoes. I lost the jacket. I lost some wigs. Part of me was burned. Wow. That, that's that the wigs and the shoes because this part ain't burned that's burned alright well, when we come back we got the positive notice the Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy we are the Breakfast Club we'll see you guys tomorrow and of course uh, Flame and Rubble will be back tomorrow and you can catch us on BT every morning at 9am uh, again I just want to salute to all the dance uh, dads out there and cheer dads this weekend my daughters had competitions and I, I love it because I'm seeing so many different people from so many different areas. Uh, this weekend, they competed against uh, Philly, Delaware, and Maryland. So it, it was a pretty cool competition. Uh, Brooklyn uh, was number one in in her division. Uh, and then their whole group came out in number one as well. So congratulations to them and Tribe Body. Congratulations to Envy's daughter and Charlemagne's daughter. They were in children competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Encouragement. Right. That's the that's the positive. Y'all encourage our children. That's, that's that, right. I'm telling you, that's that's how it flows over. Mm -hmm. That is how it flows over. Absolutely. You got a positive, Charlemagne? Well, I just want to remind everybody that today is the first day of Mental Health Awareness Month as well. Uh, so I'll be doing a lot of events this month because, you know, I am a mental health advocate. And I want to say happy born day to a light in my life, uh, a light in a lot of our lives, the good sister Rachel Edwards. Yesterday was her born day. Yes, Rachel. Happy birthday. Yes. So, so happy born day to Rachel. She is definitely a light. And that's my positive note, man. Uh, learn to light a candle in the darkest moments of someone's life. Be the light that helps others see it is what gives life its deepest significance. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.